I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this show ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Love can build a bridge, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. The United States have finally qualified and Luis Suarez was among the goals. It's Thursday, 31st of March. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Luke Moore. Hello, everybody. I made that sound like Luis Suarez was among the goals uh, for Costa Rica in the America game, but of course it was very much for Uruguay. I wouldn't put it past the bastard. Oh. <laughs> 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 we'll get to all that uh, old stuff in a minute. I want to start, everybody, by talking about a world record attendance that happened last night, Andy Brassel. It was for women's football. Over 91,000 were in the new Camp for El Clasico. Barcelona 1-5-2 against Real Madrid. Some outrageous goals. Mm. And that is very pleasing to see. Ninety-one thousand. I mean, that was more than uh, than Wembley can can hold. I think Wembley's what ninety thousand. I think Wembley maybe? might be ninety. Yeah. How about a that? big occasion, a big affair? Yeah, it was amazing. And I think particularly um, in a season where Camp Nou has often been empty, particularly in the first half of the season, mm. post Messi when they were really struggling, uh, it felt like something genuinely epochal. And pretty much since the the draw was made, as soon mm. as they put tickets on sale they went straight away yeah. and you know this is not something uncommon in Spain you know go back to last season and the season before we had huge crowds for domestic games between Atletico and, and, and Barcelona it's really taken off and the fact that Real Madrid have, have decided to become part of it in, in, in the last few years has definitely helped as played, well played their part in the gubbing as well Andy which is what yeah uh... they did well they, they scored the, they scored the best goal the Claudia Zanotha goal mm. that, that that's chip, a bit of a Pete Donaldson argument yeah but we 40... scored the best goal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 45 yeah. it's a chip from 45 yards at Camp Nou I'm oh, having yeah. that yeah. I, I, well we're all having it but against, against, <laughs> against, against the best team in the world yeah Andy, and, and, and we're and it all was, having it yeah and, right. it, and it was a consolation, ultimately, in a 5-2 loss. Yeah. All right? You see, it's, you're, it's you're, fiddling, you're fiddling to, with yeah. chronology there. One thing I'm not about, Real, Andy, it put, it's very contrary. It put Real Madrid and, right back in the game. Right, OK. But it ultimately was a consolation. And such a thing as a consolation does not exist in El Clasico. Next. I, th- I think that Marcus <laughs> finds it hard to win arguments at home. 
<laughs> so he wants to win this one here. Very much so. <laughs> we all do. We yeah, all commiserations in that yeah. case. We should say that our very own Rachel O'Sullivan was there pitch side, uh, of course, and the, her and the upfront team will be talking more about uh, all this on next week's episode. So make sure you head over to Football Ramble Presents for that one. Right, I want to go and talk right about those CONCACAF qualifiers, mates. About uh, Luis Suarez turning out for Costa Rica. Absolutely right. Great um, plot twist. They won, <laughs> they won 2-0 against the US. Now, the US just needed to avoid a six-goal loss to make sure that they reached Qatar, the promised land of Qatar. Um, <laughs> but, Marcus, there would have been a lot of USA men's national team fans mm. still a little bit worried about that. Oh, because yeah. they've, they've managed to conspire to not achieve quite a lot recently so it's a, it's a massive massive yeah. weight off their mind I'm were sure. they not celebrating it in the changing rooms with like the scheme masks on and well, you've, you've officially or, or, qualified all that sort of stuff yeah well they, I mean they, the US tend not to do very well in Costa Rica yeah mm. so they thought to themselves okay fine well we're lucky because obviously they scored a fair few against Panama you know they got the, the, the goal average up and all that kind of stuff although I, yeah that, so they, both, they finished on the same points as, uh, uh, as Costa Rica but yeah they needed to avoid a six goal loss and, and and I did sort of thought, oh, when which minutes were the goal scored in? But it was sort of midway in the second half. But mind you, though, if you go two 0 down and you think, oh, do you know what, we could do without this. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Uh, Navas and golf Costa Rica made some good saves. Uh, but yes, uh, so Costa Rica will face New Zealand in a playoff in June. So they 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 get that spot. But the US are there. They've qualified. We're going to see them in. Uh, the, the World Cup, of course, alongside Canada. Early prediction here for you people. You know I like an early prediction. Canada will be in the same group as England and will get a credible draw and England <laughs> will be very disappointed and, and Greg Rosetsky will be off the hook. Oh, so I think... I think Greg, Greg Rosetsky will give a statement after saying this is the best result I could have asked for. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's going to happen. Yeah. Mark my words, mark my words. I thought I'd get that in before the draw tomorrow. Yeah. Before, the, you know, they are in each... So, so a couple of predictions. Like I said, chronology is everything, isn't it? In the same group and I've already predicted uh, the uh, the result, Andy. So, so there you are. Or, or, or the outcome, really. Uh, Mexico beat El Salvador 2-0. So they snuck past the US into second to punch their ticket to uh, Qatar. Nice phrase. As well. Yeah, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to come up with these things once in a while. Did someone else write that for you? <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? But Mexico, we love them at the World Cup, Luke Moore. It's, uh, they're, they're always there. Um, and uh, they finish on the same points as, as Canada. But seeing Canada yeah. at the top of the group, I just can't get enough of it. It might well be because, because obviously Mexico's home record in that qualification post was amazing. I don't mm. think they lost a single game. Um, it might be because of my age, but the very first World Cup I was at least aware of was Mexico 86 which Ooh. they hosted after hosting 70 because I think it got taken from Colombia and right, to Mexico yeah. Yeah, so same. listen controversy around host nations of World Cups uh, listeners is not a new thing no um, but I remember I remember my dad taking me through the Panini album for Mexico 86 mm. so for me it felt very it feels a bit almost delegitimate of Mexico aren't there they're a big part of the football furniture and the scenes of Mexico 70 as well just impossibly glamorous. Exactly. So yeah. you got you got to have them there. Can Whereas they get past Germany the... will just be having nightmare flashbacks. They yeah. will. Can they get past the second round? This we time? hope so. That's, we that's, hope so. Well, it depends who they draw. Of course, if it is England, then well, apparently you know that. who they're going to be drawing. You tell <laughs> me. No, I think they'll get past the second round. This <laughs> time. Greg Rosetsky ref and uh, <laughs> all sorts going on. But Costa Rica, as I say, will face New Zealand in the playoff. They hammered the Solomon Islands five 0 Chris Wood among the goals. Yeah, there's nothing like warming up for a big game by uh, beating a team 5-0 who 13 of their squad don't even have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> and that is the mark of it, isn't it? Yeah, every single one of those players plays in the Solomon Islands. I'm sure, listen, I'm not having a pop at them. They're doing their very best and good luck to them playing international football. Mm. But it's a bit odd, isn't it? You're just speaking the facts. Well, Chris Wood among the goals, as I say, 
Uh, will he be playing against, uh, is it Tottenham Hotspur they've got on the weekend? You know, could bode well. He's got until Sunday afternoon to get back, hasn't he? Um, yeah. We should say that it would be uh, the All Whites' first World Cup appearance since 2010. Of course, they, yeah. they, they bowed out unbeaten. Um, so we shall see what happens mm. there. It's kind of a big deal because um, back in um, back in the day when I, I lived in New Zealand for a while, as you guys know, and when they had qualified before that, mm. the, I think the only time before that was 82. And they lost every game, mm. but the, the the squad of players that was part of that A two thing, even though it's not really a footballing nation, it wasn't at the time, were quite well known. Yeah. Like for example, the football club I played for in New Zealand, they'd have posters from the eighties of mm. those players still up on the walls and stuff. It was such a big deal. Mm. So I think two thousand ten, they might have been a similar vintage because they were undefeated in two thousand ten as well. Yeah, and drew the world drew, champions. Yeah, drew all three games. Yeah. So it'd be good for them to. Um, to, to make some more memories. I'd like to see it happen. Yeah, we do like memories. Uh, elsewhere in qualification, mentioned South uh, America, Uruguay have qualified for the World Cup against the odds, I might add. Uh, they beat Chile 2-0. They were seventh in the qualifying group back in November, but this could happen a bit, the, the, the ebbing and flowing. It's an amazing group. Yeah. It's just an amazing, amazing phenomenon of modern football, isn't it? It is, and you look at the teams that have missed out, Colombia and Chile, mm. mainly. I, I mean, you're talking about a World Cup feeling strange without... Mexico. I would venture to say, particularly after England beating Colombia on penalties in the last one, it feels a bit weird without Colombia and Chile as well. I mean, they they left themselves far too much to do in the end. I mean, Colombia didn't score for what six games in a row, did they? Yeah. Uh, going back to before this this current round of qualifiers, so it was, it was just a it was just a little bit too much in the end, but. Yeah, it's it's the ultimate World Cup qualifying bun fight, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and Leonardo Bonucci has the nerve to talk about yeah, well, how, how unbalanced we'll it is. Him, we'll, give him, we'll give him a slap later. Indeed, yeah. Well, because Peru uh, could be playing maybe Australia in that playoff. Yeah, Australia's uh, still got to win a game against UAE, haven't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. yeah so right. you'd be Austra- Australia or the United Arab Emirates. Uh, I, think, I think Andy's right on Colombia. I think, you know, I think five of their nine home games they failed to score. Yeah. You can't really do that. Well, it's a shame. Because we like seeing Colombia at the World Cup. We like seeing Chile, but we like seeing you. You can't have everybody. You can't have everybody. The best they can hope for in South American qualifying stuff, five teams qualify, right? Yep. If you think you've got Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, yep. Chile, Colombia, if, if one of those, I mean, that's really the five traditional teams you think are there. That but it's great that there. Ecuador are there. It's great. And Peru, Peru have done it in the past. Well, you know, Peru, yeah. Peru yeah. lit up Russia yeah. with their fans and it was a great shame for them. They went out after two games. So come on, Peru. Um, yeah. Well, I, we'll see. I mean, it could be Australia. We've got, We've got a lot of Australian more. listeners. So yeah, yeah, would, yeah. would you like to re-record this bit after the draw tomorrow? <laughs> oh, yeah, I might do, yeah. Well, I... Do a Boris Johnson. Do two separate <laughs> columns. And then just get Charlie to put out the one that you like the most. I'll give two different versions. Uh... <laughs> I had two different versions of that. <laughs> but, but Luis Suarez, Andy, uh, a man who you derided recently, he was never worried yeah, about... Yeah, that's the uh, word, derided. <laughs> he, never, he was never worried about Uruguay's chances. Uh, apparently messaged his agent at the time when they were seventh, uh, reassuring them they would still qualify for the World Cup because in his words, we are entering Suarez zone. Went in to score three times in four games to make sure they got uh, qualification. Of course, scored against uh, Chile the other night. You said that you probably wouldn't start. You said some other terrible yeah. things. Yeah, I, defi- I definitely said which all we, those things. We That's a list of markers. Hey, just you say? said that he wouldn't start. No, I didn't. What did you say then? <laughs> You're not sure now. <laughs> no. just, well, you say whatever you want because you are saying whatever you want. You said that he wouldn't start for Uruguay in the World Cup. No, I said he shouldn't. There is a Big, big and Can difference. I just say for those listening, when Andy said that, the look of resignation on Marx's face, that he was like, oh yeah, straight away. I well, I mean, it. it's the same thing. 
the fact is, Andy, he's proving you wrong again. Um, <laughs> no, in fact, he's proving me right because he's able to play for Uruguay because he's not been playing for Atletico. Yeah, exactly. So he's old, fresh as a daisy. The old Gareth Bale routine. Can I just, can yeah, I just say, exactly. Can I just say on the Suarez zone thing, if you were going to a football theme park, yeah, and there were it's obviously separate out of different mm, lands. Mm. No one's going to Suarez Zone. Oh, no, I don't know. No one's going there. The more risque people might. I just don't think, what's it offering? It's not offering anything. Little love bite. Annoyance. Little bad mouth in your ear. Yeah, true. A little bit that, of yeah. biting. Yeah, it's not, it's not the zone you want to be going to. You will always leave feeling shortchanged, I you, think. You would. Yes. You would. But sure, I, yeah. I think we should mention that Uruguay are a team that massively overachieve for their yeah. size as well, don't they, regularly? I mean, they've won... They've qualified for 13 World Cups and this will be the 14th, I think. It's one of the most extraordinary stories in the history of world football. There's no doubt about it. And when you bear in mind that Mm. their brilliant strikers, the two brilliant strikers who led them for such a long time, are both knocking on and showing serious signs of Mm. age. And the whole Oscar Washington Tavares thing is it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely right. And they're the most successful side, of course, in the uh, Copa America's history as well. Yeah, um, Suarez, uh, yeah, and Suarez and Cavani have got 262 caps between them. <laughs> what, this year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I know they play a lot of qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But Suarez shouldn't uh, get any more in the come the winter, should he, Andy? <laughs> I, think, I think, Marcus, what, what I would say is this. I would yeah. say that Suarez's career yeah. would be greatly elongated beyond his 35 years yeah. if people wouldn't keep doing him down. Yeah, I, I think, think that's so. really what's limited his career people just criticising him and telling him he can't do things. And he gets very upset, let's be honest. Yeah, in, in fact, he's paying me to say these things about him. Just to, yeah. to, to drive him, for, <laughs> to drive him on. Andy, yeah. I want your thoughts um, that, the, that uh, the World Cup ball was uh, revealed yesterday. According to Adidas, it travels faster in flight than any other World Cup ball in history. Puts a whole new spin on let the ball do the work. There we it? are, there we are. It's said to provide the highest levels of accuracy. Uh, it's been tested at Adidas Labs and in wind tunnels, apparently. Mm. You'd expect that, though, wouldn't you? These days, football's so technology-driven, you'd expect that to happen. Do you remember when... Uh... I, th- I thought you meant you'd expect that nowadays, a long-winded, florid press release <laughs> to <laughs> like, <laughs> talk about a product that is in every single football match. I, I, I think Andy's absolutely right saying that. But, but, but in one way, it's not the opposite of that, because I remember the World Cup ball being revealed as quite a big deal. Mm. It wasn't really covered massively yesterday. Mm. It wasn't picked up everywhere yesterday. Ah, you make a fair point. I mean, the old Adidas... Jabalani, you couldn't just get away from it for about three weeks when they were putting that out. That's true, yeah. And then again, when people were complaining about it when it was used. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we, we shall see what goalkeepers think of it because they're the ones who truly matter in this. I mean, that's it, isn't it? Because of the, the Jabalani is the moment where it jumps the shark because that's the point where the mm. whole world stands up and says the ball does too much. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I totally So agree. So now I think... Even even the people who produce it want it to be more low profile. Mm. No, I think you might be right there. You might well be right. Um, let's. You mentioned uh, Leonardo Bonucci's name uh, moments earlier. Let's go to uh, what he's been saying because, um, of course, at the World Cup, twenty nine of the thirty two qualifying spots have been decided, and the draw is tomorrow, five pm uh, British time. Of course, uh, there's just one European playoff and two intercontinental playoffs still to go as we've mentioned now Bonucci's not happy about the whole process <laughs> Italy obviously are, are, are not going there and he labelled the qualification format absurd and he said we played it all in a one-off match it's an absurd system you have to play a single game in which anything can happen as we have seen there are teams that qualified after losing four or five games we're at home after losing only one in the 92nd minute it's truly madness now you know what Marcus the thing you notice when you've been a football journalist for a number of years Mm. is that players often have very bad recall of their careers like you will remember their career better than 
yeah, than they do. Um, he seems to have very poor recall of this qualifying campaign. <laughs> if he says we played it all in a one-off match, and whose fault was that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I just. I mean, how many chances do you want? Well, he, t- he added that it's it's not an excuse though for us not qualifying. <laughs> so people always say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, what he wants is I mean, he's channeling the spirit of the, the European Super League. There, he wants a system in which the bigger teams. I mean, the thing is with the South American qualifying, it is set up so Brazil and Argentina are always going to qualify. I suppose you because you, you they always play the same games in the same order, right? Mm. In the South American World Cup. Oh, is that right? So okay. I think it's the same order every time, which is kind of an odd thing. Mm. I don't know if that. I case. think that's the case. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just. But know, what other way would you suggest that it's set up for Brazil and Argentina? One, I because uh, in that sort of league, if you split it in two, maybe you could and you see know, somebody pips them or so. Yeah. Because if they have a bit okay. of a bad time, you've still got four or four and a half spots uh, to kind of. Yeah. In, in a safety. I mean, when I say set up, I suppose them, the cream rises to the top. If you if you had all of Europe playing a massive league. Yeah. Over time, I guess that's why a league table is a really good indicator because there's so many more games and so much more opportunity. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but. I, I think he's talking bollocks. The simple um, reality for Leonardo Bonucci is that Italy finished second in their group. Hmm. So you can talk about winning four and drawing four yeah. and not losing a single game in Group C, but you didn't do well enough because... I mean, it's like going back to New Zealand not losing in the World Cup. Yeah, isn't it? Switzerland won five and drew three. Yeah. So they've got two more points than you, so yeah. you're in the playoff. It's tough. I mean, it's, That's it's, how it it's is. a very simple equation which everyone's fairly across and happy with. And also, the when he levels says, of entitlement. Well, when he says it, it's, it's just... You no, know, you're right. But when he says it's all in a one-off match, well, it's not actually because North Macedonia won that game and they're not going, are they? Yeah. No. So it's... And also, you've played eight games before that. Yeah, exactly. I, I wonder if it's more irritating <laughs> to him. Obviously, he won't have been watching it because he'd have been like out in, 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 in Turkey with the Italy's most pointless ever game. Yeah. Although it did earn them a pretty penny, having said that. It, it earned the uh, Italian FA something like three million euros. Um, if he'd have watched Portugal versus North Macedonia, it maybe would have been more irritating in mm. that Portugal, their performance was... This is how you should have played North Macedonia. Mm. Like, to the letter. Yeah. It was perfect. Andy. Portugal didn't... Really, but the thing is, though, Andy, I said this earlier, I think I said this yesterday, like, realistically, the way that Moldova won that game against Italy... North Macedonia. North Macedonia. Sorry, North Macedonia won that game against Italy meant that it was always going to be a bit after the Lord Mayor show. It was such a dramatic yeah, win and such a big scalp that I've always thought it would be very hard for them to lift themselves again, which I think played into Portugal's hand. The Portugal are a better team, obviously, but it mm. did play into their hands a wee bit. Macedonia didn't really offer yeah. anything against Portugal. Well, and, and, North yeah. Macedonia, sorry. Uh, totally, yeah. I mean, you, you spoke about this, but it was, the, it was the archetypal sort of professional job. And Portugal will go uh, into uh, the World Cup with... You know, it could be a crafty outside bet. I mean, some good players in there. You know, I, 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 I just think, you know... Every you mentioned this a second ago, Marcus, or you alluded to it at least. There's always people, players, and teams missing from World Cups, mm. right? That's just how it's always been. You know, George yeah. Best never played at a World Cup. These 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 players miss out because their yeah. teams haven't qualified. And it's it kind of I would extrapolate that out to kind of can you believe so and so player only got that many caps? Well, sometimes there's a better player in that position. Yeah. You're not mm. owed, you're not owed an international career. Mm. You're not owed an international tournament. Yeah. And that speaks to your point about entitlement, Andy. <clears throat> but it's crazy. Clearly, it's a real, really anomalous thing that Italy have won the Euros in between not qualifying for two World Cups in a row, and they've never not qualified for two World Cups in a row before. We get all that. We understand you're hurting, Leonardo. Yeah. It's worth pointing out that the qualification for the World Cup is actually quite skewed towards European favourability anyway. Mm. You know, if you look at how many... Um, you look places, at the history of the World Cup. Yeah, and you look at how many places African yeah. nations get. Mm. Will they get five out of 55 or something like that? I just think... Five out of 54? When, he, when the dust settles and Bonucci kind of licks his wounds, he will take solace in the fact that... Uh, 
another fine centre half as well as himself. Steve Bruce never played at a World Cup either. He didn't even play for England. Exactly. Didn't get a single exactly. cap. Shows you. Poor Brucey. Sometimes there's just no justice. And that's why Marcus will go to his grave defending the man. <laughs> Brucey, not Bonucci. Yeah, Brucey, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's why Marcus will go to his grave yeah. going on water-based holidays with Steve Bruce <laughs> to make up for it, to try and make him heal his savage wounds. Indeed, indeed, yeah. Gentlemen, um, let's turn our attention to Qatar, the country, of course, hosting this World Cup. Now, Gareth Southgate called into question the treatment of migrant workers in Qatar fairly recently. This has been an ongoing thing for years, of course, because of the amount of people that are dying. It's as simple as that. Mm. Uh, the 2022 World Cup CEO, Nasser Al-Qatar himself, uh, has responded and defended Qatar's record. And he said, he said, he, he was, it was a very prickly interview on, on Sky Sports uh, uh, recently. And he said, Gareth Southgate, and I quote, ought to pick his words very carefully. Now, I mean, when he says that, it does sound like some sort of threat. I would suggest that, 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 that this chap should... Uh, well, anyway, we'll get to that. He said, I think before making statements like that, when it comes to workers, he needs to come here and speak to workers and understand work, what workers get out of being here. There are isolated cases. Those are the cases that make it to the media. Now, going on very, very solid, reliable reports, there's over 6,500 of those isolated cases that he talks mm. about. And that, that's people who have, who have died. There, is, there was an article, I think it was in the Mail, very recently mapping all this stuff out. And it spoke about, um, uh, it quoted workers themselves and their examples. There's an expression which loosely translated sort of to English means um, he slipped away, which talks about workers who are in their 20s and 30s, young, healthy men, and they have to, do a, they have to pass a fitness test, essentially, to get the job. They also have to pay 3000 Roughly about three thousand pounds to get the job as well, um, you know, which is oddly a minor point when we're we're talking about all this. And and these guys, I say, fit and healthy men, they're doing the jobs, they're working ridiculous hours, they're in terrible conditions, uh, and they are dying of often it, it, it's, it's assumed heat exhaustion. So one day, guys, you know, obviously healthy, obviously very very tired and exhausted through the work, um, and in his sleep, as they say, these workers, this expression they use, oh. He slipped away. And the reason that... Died in his sleep. Yeah, and the reason you're saying that um, it's apparently heat exhaustion is because Amnesty International report that mm. 70% of migrant worker deaths mm. in the last 10 years have been failed... Qatar has failed to explain yes. the death. It, it, it's an absolute disgrace. And I know that people go, oh, well, yeah, we've known this for years. Yeah, I know. I get it. And to the point of... And you know how much I love England and you know how much I love the World Cup. I read that article and I promise you, hand on heart, I thought... If England boycotted this World Cup, I'd totally get it, and I wouldn't be at all annoyed. Yeah. It's got to that that point, really, because when That's you saying it, I know, I know, <laughs> I've been tattooed and everything. <laughs> I'm not tattooed. Uh, <laughs> I don't go that far, but but, but you know, we, we're looking forward to the World Cup, and people, oh, don't put a dampener on things and so on. I I just I don't know how this World Cup's going to play out. That's the backdrop of it. Yeah, I think I think I think it's, yeah. people talk about this World Cup and the stain has been stained in blood and so on. It is the case. Yeah, the the idea still that you think you can stop people talking about it is is, is totally tone deaf. Mm. I, I mean, there's I think few people in football who judge their words as mm. as, as carefully as Gareth Southgate yeah. for a, for a start. But I think you're seeing this with Harry Kane's words recently, mm -hmm. with what's gone on with Norway, who obviously won't be there. Germany, who who will? The Netherlands, so many other countries. Now I think as with so many bigger issues in football, because the authorities can't deal with it, as mm -hmm. we've said on this recently, the players are increasingly taking things into their own hands. Mm -hmm. And at the very least, 
this is a conversation that will not go away amongst the players. Yeah. And the players are, um, are making it important. The players will continue to do that. Mm. The, the biggest players in the world. But I also don't blame the players if they play, by the way. So I understand if teams yeah. do play and I understand if they don't. It's such uh, 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 a tricky thing to call and a tricky situation. And, and, it, and it is. To just turn up and go, well, the cup started now and OK, well, let, let, let's carry on. Inevitably, they're there to do their job. So, so obviously they'll keep focus. And I understand that. I'm not saying that they need to, in every press conference, start start saying this stuff. But, I mean, to, to carry on from what um, the, you know, the CEO says, no country is perfect, let's get that right. I do not think anybody can claim that. So if someone is coming and claiming they are a perfect country, they need to really take a look at themselves. No one well, is hey, claiming what, that. What, 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 what the bloody hell is that about? Yeah, of course Britain's not a perfect country. Britain's history's stained with all sorts of horrible things. We know oh. this. Right now, you can point about things that Britain are, are probably doing. Sorry, does that mean that the six and a half thousand, over six and a half thousand deaths, Oh, we shouldn't talk. Sorry, we shouldn't talk about that. It's the lowest form of whataboutery. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's total bollocks. I totally agree. He should be ashamed of himself, but he won't be. And I, think, I, think, I, think, I think also no. it's, it's the rank arrogance of it as well, because they're you know to say the least, it's how Qatar were awarded the World Cup in 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 the first place. Mm. Very very problematic. It's you mm. know FIFA has been shown to be riddled with well, corruption throughout the period, <laughs> mm. and so I think really for him to come out with that statement, it showed a complete lack of self awareness, a complete. You know, a complete arrogance um, mm-hmm. of his of his position, and I agree broadly with everything you said, Mark. Because I, th- I think you know it's a really tricky situation this, it, where where we are. We shouldn't have to. I don't think we should have to. You know, I'm happy to show leadership on it and just kind of say what we think and be really honest. But ultimately, we should re- be relying on the authorities at the top of the game to be able to kind of take care of these things for us. But ultimately, ultimately, as we said in slightly different um, context a while back. Um, it's all about money, isn't it, right? So it's all about, you know, I mean, some of the things that went into Mm -hmm. the bid which made it be approved in the first place are very, very, very difficult to kind of square Mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that, you know, it's been reported that, you know, the the, 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 uh, host broadcaster... Um, secretly offered like four hundred million dollars to FIFA like three weeks yeah, before well. they announced the decision. You know all this kind of, and all the people involved in yeah, making that yeah, decision yeah, yeah. of whom have been struck off for corruption and for criminality and all the rest of it. So really, um, all these things about oh you're not perfect. Oh yeah. you know let's the great thing about yeah. having the World Cup there will be oh it will shine a light on it and it will make things better. <laughs> well that's just like absolute cop out bullshit yeah. because you want to make yourself feel better about it mm. and ultimately you can't just say. We'll give you this so that you can behave better. We'll say you should be saying if yeah. you behave better, we'll give you this. Well, totally. I'm, and I'm not against, by the way. I'm not against the World Cup being in a in you know different. I don't want Europe and South America to have a complete monopoly on who hosts World Cups. Mm. I, I don't think there's any justification that Qatar should have got ahead of Australia, for example. Yeah. You know, Australia would have been a great choice for the, for the nation host nation, as we know. But look, this thing's going to ca- carry on over and over again between now and the tournament, and our listeners are going to have to uh, have to put up for totally. It, and, it, and again, he he mentioned oh about sort of culture and so on and all this kind of stuff no 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 we're mm. literally looking at the number of deaths that's it yeah that's exactly. it yeah okay yeah that, that, that's that's the point in case here yeah. and that's what's happened and when and when fifa gave them the, the, the tournament people went, okay and then as the years started going by they could have pulled the plug there are articles you can read around about 2014 15 when the stadiums are started being built and the death toll is piling up they could have done something oh well, we'll oh well the deals have been done da 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 and now thousands and thousands of people died. It's a total that of, is it, full Marcus, stop, disgrace. It's a total Agreed. abandonment of leadership yep. at the very top of the game because what it's left to, as ever, mm. is a Gareth Southgate yes, exactly. or a Harry Kane. Yeah. You know, who, who's at the top of the FA mm. but showing some real leadership, yeah. getting everyone together and saying, these are the options we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. They're not doing it. No, absolutely right. Okay, everybody, let's have a quick break. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cole, welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's now time for emails. It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Vish, Marcus, Luke or Pete the Tit. Andy might just read up one in show at footballramble.com. Email show at footballramble.com. Sven. I might, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, with the news that you wait for this is from Ben, by the way. This is why I don't read them out. I don't even mention the person who sent it. Sorry, Ben. Um, he has written in and said, with the news that UEFA are considering changes to the Champions League with two extra places allocated based on coefficients and the news that Zlatan is unhappy that his Sweden team are not at the World Cup, how about combining the two ideas? Okay. Four extra World Cup places based on the world rankings of the best teams to miss out. Based on current rankings, Sweden qualify as do Italy, Colombia, and Chile. Problem solved. Actually, on second thoughts, as the slugs from UEFA and FIFA don't cooperate, there is more chance of hell freezing over than FIFA taking an idea from UEFA and giving credit. Well, I agree with the last part. Yeah. <laughs> and I agree. And I think our, our mate Leonardo the Bonucci would be in favour of that. No, well, it would be. Well. It was that Leonardo well, in disguise. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it probably was. There's no, um, there's no problems with the FIFA World Rankings either. So definitely, definitely a really reliable uh, source to use, I'd say. I don't know. I don't know why they keep mucking around. I, I, don't, I do know because yeah, they can have more games and they can spell, sell more sponsorship and make more money for TV rights. But it's mad to me they're doing that thing of the Champions League. I don't want to do it with the World Cup either. Yeah. It's just all going to hell in a handcuff. Mm. But don't worry, the football round will cover all of it. <laughs> uh, You'll at least be semi well informed on the way to hell. <laughs> we will try and make it a bit of a laugh for yeah, you. Yeah. We when will. we're 70 years old and covering a 154 team World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joyous. Uh, yeah. But I'd be, tell you what, though, it certainly would be a World Cup then, wouldn't it, Andy? Yeah. That would be the one to win. Yeah, Jürgen <laughs> Klopp coming out of hives just thinking about it. <laughs> um, I'm going to read the next email from James. He says, hello, folks. Long time listener, first time emailer. Has anyone else noticed listening to the pods that Andy sounds like a sedated Luke, whereas Luke sounds like a very angry Andy? <laughs> Probably just me. It's been bothering me for a while, so I thought I'd ask. Cheers. We have had that before, haven't we? 
Oh, yeah, but I, I think James has described it like perfectly with nuance. The nail on the head. The worst ever version of that was when um, Andy was doing World Football Phoning on Five Live. Oh, yeah. And Dotton, who hosts on The Constant with us mm. now, uh, later today, uh, hosted it, and Andy was the expert. And Andy became too busy to do it. So he was like, Luke, do you want to do it? As, as the pundit. And yeah. I was like, obviously, because back then, I was like, yeah, I'll do whatever. I'm fine You were with very it. good on it. I was, I was appallingly no, bad. No, no, you No, that's not true. But the, no. the thing that made it worse mm. was that I think people thought I was Andy because our yeah. voices are so similar because it's got such an international audience. Mm. They couldn't perhaps detect the nuances as well. Oh, Brussels had a few Red Bulls. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> no, let me, Carabelles, sorry. You're right, you're right. <laughs> they thought, Brussels had quite a few Carabelles today and forgotten all his football knowledge. Ah. That's what they thought. But so like, it's happened before. But then years ago doing the podcast, uh, People would often say you and Jim sounded the same. Mm. Lazy people. People hear what they want. Yeah, they've never mixed Pete and me up though. No, they haven't. <laughs> no, Pete's, Pete's only ever been mixed up with people visually, not audially. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think we can agree on that. Um, please get in touch. Show at footballramble.com uh, for any of that kind of nonsense or tweet us at footballramble. Now, gentlemen, you mentioned Jurgen Klopp there. Big fan of five substitutes. Well, five subs are getting closer than ever before in the Premier League. Due to be uh, one of the significant topics for discussion at today's meeting of all 20 clubs, old Klopper will be able to have his say if he's there. Do they zoom in now, do you reckon? They must zoom in. uh, Zoom's open the doors to that or close the doors, perhaps, depending on how you look at it. They must be doing Zoom for that. Yeah. And also people then can't really talk over each other. Yeah. I mean, they'll try. Sean Dyche will. <laughs> Dyche has got his camera turned off. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll know it's Dyche, won't you? Yeah, big time. Or he's got a background in a, I don't know, a, when a butcher's. Di- <laughs> when, when Dyche, a butcher's. <laughs> when Dyche turns his laptop on, it's like pointing at his groin. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't worked out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, apparently in October, iFab, iFabulous recommended that five subs become a permanent fixture Across football. I haven't finished on the Zoom thing yet. Go on then. And um, when Roy Hodgson's camera comes on, it's just his grandson. I've been in a minute. I'm just, I'm just trying to um, just, set up, just set up my new phone. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Sean Dyche, as you mentioned, uh, a notable uh, opponent of five um, substitutes. Pe- pe- five, five sub sceptic, can uh, we say? No, not he's not a sceptic. He I, hates it. He's still, against I've it. I've still not finished. <laughs> Pep Guardiola's background yeah. is Marcelo Bielsa. Yes. But then up until a point, Marcelo Bielsa was also on the call, so it was really confusing. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, um, I have finished now. Okay. <laughs> well, if you think, think about any other backgrounds of particular managers, yeah. that's your job for the next couple of yeah. minutes. You do that, and I'll talk to Andy about this. Ralph Radnick has to try and explain to everyone who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, because Dyche obviously thinks that it'll give bigger clubs with bigger squads an edge. What are we talking about? Five subs, five subs. No, he's talking yeah. about playing matches on Zoom. When you started <laughs> this, yeah. this this thread of uh, five subs in the Premier League being closer than ever, mm. like, is this a eighteen month old piece of news? Maybe. I I can't believe it. Why to take the production team? Isn't I know it, it is working hard on that run and order. <laughs> why Why has it taken the Premier League this long? I, I, I well, think because of, because they're scared of Dyche. I think, yeah, probably. I think what's going to happen is if you combine these things of subs and moving the game forward and Zoom, mm. ultimately in about seven or eight years' time, every game is just going to be played on Football Manager yeah. and then um, Ian McIntosh will finally get what he wants. There we are. Out of life. How about that? Okay. That's the direction we're going. That's the direction of travel, mate. Because I have, I have, an un- I have a, a, a bit of a... Fetish? Old... F- <laughs> yes. That's for later, though. Uh, 
I, I on Zoom. I, I, uh, I, I have a bit of a bee in my bonnet about five subs. I understand what has to happen because I think that what's what, your bee? Well, you, you know, well, I'm gonna tell you. But the players, what the players have been put, being put through now is ridiculous. And we yeah. talked about this yesterday with it that is. international break. So, so they're kind of so like they have to do closing it. the stable door after the horses yeah. bolted. So, really. so the very least they can do is five subs. Yeah. But I think it seriously, if you go more than five, I think five is the absolute premium because you're changing the fabric of games with five. So subs. So you think that that's your bee in your bonnet? Is, I, I think, you, I think are you worried of do you, are you, do you stand with Sean Dyche again no not at all no because okay. he, he said he said uh, apparently his big complaint during that during the most recent meetings has been you can tackle you can't tackle but you can dive now which is like a really Brexit-y thing to say <laughs> Brexit-y thing but, but also but it is Marcus no, but and you and him voted for it and now we're in this mess <laughs> up yours you knob <laughs> uh, no I understand his point about it does favour the I, biggest I, size I, I, I don't because any Premier League club mm pleading poverty is talking compared shit compared to the rest of Europe it's true basically okay. true. And, and, and I would just say this you can't honestly say to me because basically what we're talking about is actually five outfield subs they're not going to sub the keeper right yeah. so you're talking about changing 50% of the outfield players on a team during a game yeah. I think there's there should have been more made of how much that changes the game I've not seen it's, as many it's a bit international friendly well I was very much so very, yeah. very much uh, people England lost their Sven. shit about Sven didn't they were doing that yeah, stuff they did yeah, I mean, I'm glad we didn't get onto his camera angle when we were having the Zoom <laughs> He's discussion. He's the Zoom, thank you very much. Well, we know he likes to sort of sub people in and out, if you see what I mean, Andy. But uh, yeah. um, you're talking about like him having sex with yeah. different people. I was going to say <laughs> that was a stretch even for me. Yeah, um, my goodness. Yeah, but uh, something else that's also on the on the Premier League table, um, and I'm not talking about um, Zoom here, is that Manchester United boss Ralph Rangnick has suggested that refs should train at Premier League clubs to improve relationships between them and the players. Uh, and it is being considered. Well, the, the, only, yeah, the, the issue with that is that you'd obviously have to rotate them so regularly because mm. you can't have a player, I can't have a referee ensconced at a club for all season. Yeah. Because they won't be a referee on those games, will they? Mm. And it makes the whole thing a mad, massive admin but, but Britain is, well, England is small enough that that would work, isn't it? Um, not, I mean, I, there's, there's, there's no... I don't think it's a terrible idea, no, per se. There's no logistical issue to it. And I, I think... Your answer to that is one of the problems we have with our relationship Thank you very with, much. With, with with referees in the game. Marcus, because I'm part of the problem. Mm. I always thought I was. I always <laughs> hoped I was. Congratulations. Yeah. But the, Interesting that, that you demote yourself to just part of it. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> idea of there being no trust in, in referees. And I don't just think that's an English problem. That's a continental problem. Can I be the main it? problem? <laughs> Why has my influence <laughs> been this, this diminished? <laughs> but, but, but it's one of those ideas where I think in practice it would probably work. But like in, in theory, people will then start saying, well, obviously at certain clubs, you know, potential of wind and dine and players, you know, getting too pally with it. Oh, and, and, blah, 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 and blah. Steve McManaman and Robbie Savage will say something about a referee's decision. Oh, did you know that he's been at this club for the last two weeks? Exactly. And, and, I, and, and I think, I, I, I do understand what you mean. I think it's not a bad idea because... If but, think... but this is this is the whole problem, isn't it? Shutting down an idea because it's more important to be seen to be doing the right thing than actually to do the right thing. Yes, exactly. Which is Andy. bullshit and which is what we've got to get past. Mm. But, oh, but ignorance, in so many Andy, ways. But ignorance has its place, surely? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I'd, speaking of that, do you know what I'd have? I'd have a ref bot like Robot Wars. Yeah. Because, oh, because, you're talking. because they you're can't talking. be offended. They can't be get flustered or anything like that. Yeah. You could probably get them from that Boston Dynamics place now. They do amazing robots. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is give it a go. Give it a go, everybody. Mm. You see, I'm thinking when you say that, possibly a generational thing, I'm thinking a robot ref would be less sort of Jonathan Pierce commentating and more Robocop. 
you know, yeah. you have 20 seconds to comply. Yeah, well, you have to make subs then. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody Nora. Bloody Nora. Well, moving on from that, gentlemen, I'd like to talk about uh, former England goalkeeper Joe Hart. Yeah, I mean, he's in favour of five subs, presumably. Well, uh, yeah. He, he <laughs> I'm, I'm, a... I'm a bit worried about this because I'm worried that this is going to make you all sad and maudlin. Oh, well, he, he opened up about his, uh, his exit from Tottenham Hotspur. He didn't play that much for Spurs. He played a little bit, though. Jose Mourinho gave him a run out. God bless him. Yeah. Um, but he had a brutal conversation with uh, one of Jose's uh, fellow countrymen, Nuno Espirito Santo, who said, who he said, literally buried me. I thought you literally did that. Yeah, I was going to say, this is... <laughs> yeah. The little straw poking yeah. out the mud. It's, it's in the training ground. This is not... <laughs> This is not a, it's not a Tony McCarroll situation here, Luke Scott. Uh, a very where, niche come with yeah. that. Where's Joe Hart? He's underground. <laughs> um, Hart asked why it had come to this with his drop down the pecking order at Tottenham Hotspur. And Nuno replied, in my opinion, we all reach a point in our career where the body won't allow you to play football. We're at it now. I would not feel comfortable with you playing one minute for me. The ball's too quick for you. And that's not even the Adidas ball we've got now or for the yeah. World Cup. You're too old. You're not moving. You've got no strength in your body. <laughs> Nobody listen to techno. Now let's go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... Uh, just th- I mean, what is he, 34 now? Uh, can I just say it's very... He would have been 32 at the time. <laughs> This is not dissimilar to a conversation I have with my wife over the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You're too old. You're not moving. You've got no strength in your body. Yeah. Yeah. She's absolutely right, of course. I mean, it's just madness, isn't it? Imagine hearing that as a 32-year-old man. Yeah. Professional athlete. uh, Yeah. Won the Premier League not that long ago. I know he's not at the level that he was, but still, he was England's goalkeeper for many, many years. Uh, And that should command respect, Andy, in any room he walks into. Absolutely. But he said, I love it. He said it was out of order. Yeah. which is a wonderful... Um, and he said he considered, considered retirement until he was then contacted by Celtic. So he's playing for a massive club now. He's playing in European competition. I know they're out, but he's still putting some, some great performances despite some of their results. <laughs> Imagine going, because he won... He, won he a, could win a, a league winner's medal this year. He won a league cup in 2016, yeah. right? Four and a bit years later, yeah. he's being told he's not no strength in his body. It's <laughs> <laughs> not... I can't get... I get Where's Joe? Where's Joe Hart? And he just collapses like a, bone, like a boneless mess on the floor. Pick up that paperweight. Yeah. Nuno said, pick it up. Yeah. You can't do it, can you? He's like the old fella in um, Family Guy. Is it Family Guy with the Zimmer frame? What, Herbert the Pervert? No, which, which, I don't think he's like no, that. I'm thinking of Grandpa Simpson. I don't watch all that stuff. He's like Grandpa Simpson. He's like Grandpa Simpson. Is that what he's called? I don't fucking know. Yeah, that'll do. He's got no strength in his body. That. I, I do. But it's Imagine absolutely... him going to the Premier League Hall of Fame. <laughs> Who's doing your speech, Joe? Uh, it's Nuno. Yeah. Somebody um... put the photo up for him. He can't do it himself. It's, <laughs> it's madness. It's absolute madness. That yeah, I just I get that. Look, I I think you're past it, mate, and I I don't think you're going to play for me. But as you say, the ball is too quick for you. Too old. You're not moving. Yeah. Just nonsense. Yeah. Like I think it's such piss poor management. No wonder it didn't last very long at Tottenham. It is, especially from a goalkeeper to a goalkeeper. Well, there's the real story, Andy. Maybe that's why he thought. Maybe that's why he said that. Maybe he thought I can speak to him on a level because I'm also a keeper. Yeah, but Nuno loved sitting on the bench, though. That's the thing. He yeah. knew he he knew what it was to be like a number two or a number three. And he's thinking to himself, "You ain't got it. You ain't got what it takes to be a number two. You've not got the strength in your body to sit on this chair <laughs> like I did. No one sat on a chair like me. <laughs> no one went for a quick jump up the touchline the 80th yeah. minute like I did. <laughs> Maybe that's. Oh, it. he yeah. definitely didn't do that. Do you reckon, do you reckon as, as they were leaving the room and Joe Hart was like, "I've, I've, I've got no strength in my body. I'll show you. Just trying to get the velcro off his gloves. Yeah. Can't do it." <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. I'm just thinking, like, if if you're Joe Hart, you'd be sitting there going. 
do I have to take this? Yeah. I mean, we're not even on Amazon anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not that season. I imagine, I'd love to have seen it. I'd love to see that in super yeah. high definition. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm sure we're all glad that Joe's at a massive club now and he's doing good things. Absolutely, I, I wish him nothing but the best after what he's been through. <laughs> I mean, that is to thought, build his strength back up to professional pe- levels after that. having to sit through two minutes of being slated by a far inferior goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we thought Pep Guardiola Tough. mugged him off. My goodness, my goodness. Mm. There we are. All right, everybody. Uh, that uh, ends the show quite neatly. There. Um, oh, just quickly, and Luke mentioned it earlier. Um, on the continent is out uh, later today. If you want more on events in Europe across the international this week. Get over there on the continent uh, on Football Ramble Presents. Dot and Andy and Lars, uh, it's it's out today. You'd be a fool to miss it. Lars is the Ramble super sub these days. People love it when he comes on the Ramble as yeah. well. So you mm. would love it just as much, if not more, when he's talking about European football with Andy and Dot and I think. What are you talking about today? Uh, we will be talking about the internationals. We will be talking about uh, Italy going out and obviously offering the sort of sympathy to Leonardo Bonucci, which was not available to him mm. on the, the, the main round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or perhaps not. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking about our favourites for the World Cup and what of Zlatan? Now Sweden didn't make it. Yeah, uh, concentrate on Serie A, though, can't we? Yeah, league title in, in the bag coming up, isn't there? Yeah. For, 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 for the 40 year old man. Could be. Could yeah. be. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the ACAST Creator Network. On tomorrow's Ramble, it'll be Kate, Andy, and Jim. Andy will be back in the firing line, perhaps for the game, but we don't know. We don't know yet. It's, it's a bit of a mystery. Who, yeah, who spell as the champion, so you ain't getting the title tomorrow, Brussel. Look, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just a slave fucked, to mate. the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all are, mate. Aren't we all we a slave to the simulation, brother. Indeed. Well, thank you very much for listening, as I say. Uh, until tomorrow, thank you very much, Andy Brassel. Thank you. Thank you, Luke Moore. Uh, goodbye. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Love and appreciation has been spread further into the world because of that interaction. And that's a good thing. Andy. Love can build a bridge. Wrong key for me, but I'll carry on. (laughs) Baby, between your heart and mine. I, my only mistake there was not letting Luke lead because he's the singer. <laughs> How can I lead if I don't know what's happening? I do well. I'll true. pick it up and I'll go with it. Don't yeah, worry that's about what that. I, yeah, I'm like a little tugboat. I just I, I, I chuddle out there, and then I go right off you go, and I'll just get in your wake. <laughs> you rarely you rarely start a song. I don't know the next line off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Right, that's why he likes me more than likes Jim and Pete because they'll never sing. Yeah, let's do the fucking show, Charlie. Come on, mate. <laughs> right, we're off. I'm tired of waiting for you guys. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.